Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, okay, quiet. That's enough. This is a podcast by my dad and my uncle. They talk a lot about music. Like, a lot. A lot. So please sit back and enjoy. I think they are going to start in about 14 seconds. Hi there, and welcome to another edition of BG's Broken Records. My name is Bob. I'm Gare. And we are back for another week to try and entertain you while you are walking your dog. Washing your car. Listening to Hall & Oates while you're washing your car. With cut-off jean shorts on. Whoops. Too far. Oh Took my god, what about, what about that picture that uh, Matt T sent out on that little link? A Speedo, a guy wearing a Speedo. Stop. That looked like... Dead. Cut off jeans. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay. So we're back. Last week was episode 14. That makes this episode 16? No, 15. Oh, minus one. Just a Jedi mind trick. I have no stupid information to give you this week. Mm. I know it's kind of a bummer. Well, everybody, just so you know, Gary and I are having a beer. Yeah, delicious. It's, it's seven o'clock. Correct. You know, and we can do it. And it's cold. It, cold beer. It's hot outside, cold beer. So we have a new supporter today. So we're supported today by Firebird Records in London. Okay, they're located in Notting Hill at the Admiral Vernon Arcade on Portobello Road. They're only open on Saturdays. If you've ever seen the movie Notting Hill, they've got all those uh, stands out there. They're down at the end. They have a huge selection of just Absolutely beautiful vinyl, rock, pop, blues. I bought Kraftwerk from them the other day. Nice. Yeah, it's awesome. They can source almost anything you want. I needed the original UK release of Let It Be. It came in a box set. He found it for me. So stop by and see Gary and Natasha on a Saturday. If you're ever in London on a Saturday, you have to go to Portobello Road. Go down to the Adam Vernon Estates, say hi to them, tell them you've got a golden retriever, and maybe they'll give you five quid off an LP. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. They're great people. So uh, <gasps> they're our supporters today. All right. I have been working on this podcast hard for a week. I am fired up. I am going to be laughing my arse off. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> and I'm, I can't wait to give you my f- the one I think is the best. I can't wait to see your reaction. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. (laughs) Okay, great. So today's podcast, Gary, you tell them. Basically, this is the one it's uh, covers. Did I catch you off guard there? A little bit. I totally catch you off guard. Okay. Covers. So so this is the podcast. So I was down at a little thing in in Ferndale. I told you I saw Carrie there. Sounds awesome. Awesome. I wish I was I there. I saw Carrie and, and Lenny's band was there and Jim was down there. And Jim said, you're doing a podcast. You've got to do one about covers that are better than the originals. That's exactly what I wanted to say. So, and I just said it for you. Thank you. So they did this thing in Liver, uh, down in, in Ferndale called Liver Noise. So they took two or three blocks of Liver Noise, block, didn't really block it off, but they put bands on people's front porches. I like the Liver Noise. Oh yeah. It was freaking hilarious. I got to see like four bands. That's pretty cool. It was awesome. So so this is per Jim's suggestion, and we are tell you what songs we think are better than the original, covers are better than the originals. 
And like two episodes ago, we're going to go mano y mano. Gare does one. I do one. And we'll just go from there. Gare, shoot. Okay, I'm going to start off light. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can I time out you for a minute here? Sure. There's a number of them that I didn't even include because of the fact that everybody knows it. And I'm just going to do the obligatory ones. Can I just run through those real quick? Knock yourself out. All along the Watchtower, Hendrix Dillon. Come on. Yeah, I know. I'm bored with that one. Right. Any, any of the best birds tunes from, from the early 60s with that jerk David Crosby? Dylan tunes. I'm not going to mention those. Any Three Dog Night tune is a cover tune. So they're out, right? Black Magic Woman, Santana, Fleetwood Mac. Skipping that. Twist and Shout by the Beatles. I'm skipping that. Which I had on my list. Sorry, dude. Sorry. Isley Brothers. The two big Janis Joplin hits. Bobby McGee and, and Peace of My Heart. Bobby McGee, written by Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson, and then Peace of My Heart, which is Emily, uh, Emma Franklin. Hmm. Okay. Okay, and then I got a couple that are Uggs. I'll go into the Uggs and the Blasphemy at the end. But I skipped I skipped the Hendrix. Oh, and I forgot Woodstock, CSNY, and Joni Mitchell. So I skipped all those. Gare shoot. Okay, well, I am going to start with Joe Cocker with a little help from my friends. Classic. Well, they basically said, you know, obviously a Beatles song, and it became part of the 71 Woodstock documentary, and it put Joe Cocker on the on a, on a world On a global stage. Correct. And he was pretty much out of his mind as much as Carlos Santana was. Carlos Santana, uh, someone had spiked his beer with LSD, and if you ever look at Carlos Santana, he can barely open his eyes. His teeth are just, he's grinding his teeth. And he said his guitar, when he was playing it, was like, uh, it was almost like on fire, electrified. Oh. Because he was so out of his mind. Yeah. So I think Joe Cocker was just really drunk. But it it, again. Oh, he was a huge boozer. Well, it's pretty much what killed him at the end. He, He could never stop boozing. He would stop it times up and down, up and down. And they said, too, it was kind of funny because then in the late 80s, uh, it's when the producers of The Wonder Years used that as the show opener. And Yeah. And do you remember? It, that was a great TV series. Phenomenal. But you know why they never released it on DVD? Because they couldn't afford the rights to all those classic 60s songs. Really? Yeah, it was too expensive. So that show has never been re-released? I think it's been released on DVD, but for 10, 15 years, people were saying release it on DVD. Can't afford it. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And the girl, I can't remember what her name is. She's a genius, mathematician. Really? Yeah. I can't remember what her name was. Um, Drew and Mike had her on once. Okay. Said they love talking to her. Oh. Said she's she's brilliant. Okay, so I'll do a Cocker, Joe Cocker one then. Okay. Girl from the North Country. A Dylan tune off the Mad Dogs and the Englishman tour. Cocker says he pretty much doesn't remember that tour. Leon Russell was the puppet master. Joe Cocker was the puppet. Loved Leon. That's when he wrote, uh, Leon wrote Delta uh, Delta Lady about okay. Rita Coolidge. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. I think Rita Coolidge was a hot commodity on that tour. Okay. Girl from the North Country, Joe Cocker, freaking awesome. Nice. Yeah. Okay, we got Joe Cocker. And she came in through the bathroom window by Cocker. is awesome, too. But you know what, Gare? Don't get pissed at me for saying this. It's like saying... Wilson Pickett did a better job than the Beatles on Hey Jude. The only reason I'm going to let you get away with a little help from my friends is because Ringo sang it. (laughs) Sorry. 
Wilson Pickett. Okay, here comes a fight. <laughs> Wilson Pickett, not bad. Well, he had Dwayne Allman on guitar for that one, too. Okay, your next one. Bonnie Raitt, Angel from Montgomery, John Prine song from 71. I'm going to, yep, and I'm going to go here right now. Bonnie Raitt did it better than John Prine. Well, that's the whole point of this podcast. Her version is unbelievable. Angel from Montgomery, check it out. I don't have a ton of background on it. And John Prine, who just died about a year ago, I think. He'd been pretty sick. Go back and dig into some old John. No, Prine's dead. No, he did. He died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He died about a year or so ago. Within, yeah. Go back and go deep into John Prine's catalog. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. But again, Bonnie Raitt, Angel from Montgomery. Okay. Awesome cover. So what we're going to do, and I forgot to mention this at the beginning, I've already got all my tunes in a playlist on Spotify. I'll add Gares to it, the cover and the original, and we'll put it out there, and you can you can spin the tunes on your own. Just download it. Click follow, please, people. Please. Please, please, please. Click please. On the podcast and click follow on the playlist, and you'll keep up with us, and we'll figure out if, if uh, our stats are getting better. And if you know somebody in a foreign country like, oh, I don't know, Madagascar? Send this off to him. Please. Please. Okay, my turn. All right, who am I going with now? Uh, we're going to start easy. Cocaine Blues, George Thorogood, Johnny Cash. Nice. Off of the uh, Moving On Over album. Nice. Great tune. George Thorogood. Awesome. Get a Haircut. One of my favorite songs. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, his first album with the Delaware Destroyers the Moving On Over album and the, the, the album after that, the Blue album, I can't remember the title of it, I think are three great albums. Oh, he put out a blues one. He went down to Chess Records. Chess is closed, I think, down on Michigan Avenue. But he went down to Chess Records and did a bunch of old blues covers. Really? He freaking sounds awesome. He, I've always been a big fan. Big oh, fan. Oh, yeah. I remember Sally took Tommy and I, Royal Oak Music Theater. We saw him in 1980. You and I, Chip, sitting fourth row, second row for the Allman Brothers with George Thorogood in Chicago. Sure. I look at you and I said, oh my God, I can't believe I saw this guy 10 years ago. I'm so old. That was 42 years ago. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Okay, you're next. Okay, I am going to go with the Blues Brothers, Soul Man, Sam and Dave from 1967. It's a little blasphemous, man. I Blues Brothers, not better, but they did a nice job. They did do a good job. And do you remember when the Blues Brothers, the movie came out in 1980? 80. And they went on tour. Yeah. And I, I didn't. the Silverdome. Really? Yeah. I didn't. Obviously, I, I didn't see him. You didn't see him. I didn't. But I remember when they went on tour, it was like, oh, Oh, that's kind of cool, you know. But I do they do they sell out the? Had to be the I, I don't know. Mini I don't dome, know. yeah. So, uh, but again, anything Blues Brothers. The movie still makes me laugh. And actually, we were at Tap Room about a week ago, and they had it up on the no volume with tunes going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We you could recite the whole movie. Oh, totally, totally. I made the boys sit through Caddyshack the other day. <laughs> How did that go? Pretty good. Did I, they? I had the fast forward button. Okay. Did oh, they, they thought the gopher was hilarious. Danny, do you do drugs <sighs> every day? Yeah. Okay, my next one. The first two solo albums by Brian Ferry were all covers. So I think he did it before Bowie did it. The second album, my brother Doug had it, 
which I have down in the basement. And he did a cover of Ike and Tina Turner's Finger Poppin', which I think is an old Hank Ballard tune. It is so funky. The bass line in that is just unbelievable. That sounds great. I don't don't know the tune. That sounds great, though. It's awesome. Finger Poppin'. Go, Gar. Van Halen, where have all the good times gone? The kinks. Oh, yeah. Van Halen. No, it's not better. To me, it's not better. I'm not saying better. Eddie Van Halen loved the kinks. So did the romantics. You really got me. The Van Halen loved the the uh, and also one more. I'm gonna pile on here. What the uh, you're cutting? You're cutting the van. Uh, did did I already say the van? Pretty Halen? woman. Pretty woman. Yeah, I already said Roy Orbison. Wow, wow. You're almost doing the Wilson Pickett Hey Jude one again. I'm not saying Van Halen is better. But a nice version of. Okay. You're, so, you're, nice. you're softening that nice. one up a little. Nice version okay. of. Okay. I'm going to jump on this one before you jump on it, because I bet you you've got this on your list. New York Groove, Ace Freely. Oh, I do not have that on my you list. You don't? I do not. Oh, I thought you would have had that for sure. That is his biggest claim biggest, to fame biggest song. A, glam, a British glam rock band called Hello. Ooh. Recorded it. It charted. Uh, did it chart? Yeah. It was a hit for them, but... Ace's version hit number 13 in 1978. So when the kid, when Kiss, oh my God, I mentioned Kiss again in another podcast. How does this shit happen? So remember when they released all four albums? Yeah. Jeans was awful. Paul's was average. Peter's was terrible. Ace had a hit. Hee <laughs> <laughs> hee. I mean, the, 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 the drunk had a hit. Oh, the drunk had a hit. Right. Actually, he put out two albums recently. Uh, I think it's called Origins 1 and Origins 2. He does all covers. It's pretty freaking good. Really? Yep. I'm going deep. Go. I'm going deep. Tuck and Patty. (laughs) Castles Made of Sand. Prefab Sprout. Hendrix. Tuck and Patty. They were married. They were a couple. He just plays guitar. She sings. It's kind of funky. And Tuck and Patty have been around probably since the late 70s, early 80s. I don't know if they're still around, but Tuck and Patty, Castles Made of Sand, Hendrix. Wait a minute. How could they have been around since the late 70s and Hendrix was dead in 70? One. One. So who who wrote it? Thought Hendrix did. I don't... What kind oh, of, I don't know. I don't know. kind of voodoo mind trick Sorry. are you doing here? Sorry. The Let's old, go 80s. Let's go fir- 80s. The first time I ever heard that tune was in the, the movie uh, Singles. Oh, Sure. With uh, with my old neighbors, Matt, smash, smashing, oh, smashing pumpkins. pumpkins. Yeah, they had uh, what was the uh, what was the tune they had? That was that was a great soundtrack. God, what was that tune? I just saw it the other day. It'll pop in. Okay, my turn. Sure. I am going to go with she's got everything. The Romantics covering the Kinks off the first album. Nice. So I'm down at that liver noise thing. I look at Len. We're chatting about something. We look at each other. The Romantics' first album, one of the best pop albums ever made. Oh, absolutely. Every tune was great. Absolutely. And they wore those red suits on tour for two years. Wally Palmer said those they were the stinkiest, stink. <laughs> stinkiest suits because you can't clean leather. No. <laughs> Jim Morrison. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Or, or what was the guy? Uh, Chad Smith said that um, Anthony Kiedis. Oh, yeah. You think he's only got one pair of... Uh, uh, cycling shorts for these tours? Yeah, he only has one. 
Where is it every night? Gross. Gross. Totally gross. Gross. Your turn. Elton John, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Great cover. Great cover. Great cover. I'm going to give you that one. You know, him and obviously Lennon. Lennon was on stage. You know, that was a bet, though. Oh. So the bet was... Oh, if something... Whatever gets you through the night... Hits number one or charts in the top five or something like that. Right. I heard this story. Because Lennon Howard. didn't want to release it or something to that effect. Elton said, you've got to. It's, it's a number one. If it goes to, to that high of a rank, you're going to get on stage with me at Madison Square Garden. And it did. And they did those three tunes. We had a cassette of it in college. Loosing the Sky with Diamonds and two other tunes. One, one was an Elton tune and I think a third was just a, a standard cover. Well, Lennon was so nervous on that show. It was in Madison Square Gardens. He yeah. uh, he threw up like twice before yeah, he, he went on stage. He hadn't, he, he hadn't been on stage in... Uh, well, they did Toronto with the, with the Plastic Ono Band in like 1970. And I don't know how many times he was on stage after that. That's not a bad pull. I'll give you that one. Okay, you ready? Go for it. Baby, Don't You Do It, or shortened to Don't Do It, a Marvin Gaye song, and this is blasphemous. I think the band did it better. Really? Funkier. Better bass line. Okay. Can't argue with that. Okay. I know Jim, friends of Carrie and, and Len, is going to kill me on this one. Okay. My, Your turn. My turn. Now, you're right, and I don't know if this was the original band doing a cover. You know Three Dog Nights so much better than me. But Tom Jones and the Stereophonics doing <laughs> yeah. Mama Told Me Not to Come. Ooh. It is... Awesome, and it's probably which is a cover of a um, I don't Randy I, Randy uh, Newman tune. Mama told me not to come. Yep. All right, so this is a cover, cover of, of a, a cover. cover, and it's probably 10, 12 years old. It is awesome, awesome, uh, awesome cover. Yeah, I'll have to check that one out. Uh, I almost saw the Stereophonics uh, over in London, but I bought a ticket for the wrong show. I ended up getting tickets for Chic instead. <laughs> I picked the wrong week. Sheik with Shaka Khan? No, with uh, Nile Rodgers. Nile Rodgers. Well, Shaka Khan was in that. No, Shaka Khan was in Rufus. Rufus was Shaka Khan. You sure she wasn't in Sheik? Positive. She was in Rufus. I know that. Okay. I don't think she was in Sheik. Anybody out there? A LaFreak? Sheik? LaFreak? Well, you know what? You You might be right. You might be right. You know, that was written about. They They couldn't get into Studio 54. So they went back and they wrote a song and basically freak out was supposed to be. Oh, it was a rebellion song against Studio 54. Kind of like when Yorma went to the record company and said, hey, I got a new band with Jack Cassidy. What's it called? Hot shit. Oh, yeah. That's not going to work. You got to change. How about Hot Tuna? Okay. Yeah, that'll work. (laughs) What a bad name. (laughs) All right. So Sorrow. David Bowie covering the Mercies. Whoa! Bowie put it out in '73 and it was a hit. It hit numbers. It hit number. F- it hit number four in 1965. So it was a big hit in the original day. Bowie covered "Sorrow," great tune that came as a recommendation, which I agree with uh, Gary from Firebird Records. Nice, That's a good one. Nice. Did I already bring up my uh, David Bowie pinups? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Oh, we talked about it off. Okay. David Bowie, Anyway, Anyhow, Anywhere, uh, which was a Who tune from 1965. And I can do the math. That's 56 years old, that tune. It's off, again, good tune. off the album Pinups, 
which is all covers for Bowie. I believe the album came out in 73. I just watched a great doc. I want to say it was on Netflix. Bowie, and it was the last five years. Yeah. Really good. And Bowie... God, you watch more rock stuff than I do on TV. You know, I'm just sitting there at night bored, and I just... I, I, I'm kind of in between series, and I don't want to rewatch Breaking Bad again. <laughs> So I just kind of looked for something. Bowie obviously never knew the guy. Seemed like a nice guy. Seemed like a really I, nice guy. I, I, I would think so. And he had a, he lived in New York, and he had this little 12-block area. And he even talked about it one time. But he had his drug store he went to. He had the record oh, yeah. store he went to. A place he got coffee. People saw him every time. And John Lennon always put it best. New York is a great place you can go. To disappear. Yeah, exactly. And not, not be noticed because New Yorkers would see John Lennon on the street and they'd leave him alone. Let him, let him go. Leave yeah. him alone. So again, Bowie, it's, I think it's called the last, five, the last Five Years of David Bowie, worth checking out. Something like that, yeah. Okay, my turn? Yes. Okay, I'm going to start digging into, let's see, Hallelujah, I Love Her So, Humble Pie over Ray Charles. Ooh. Off the Rock and the Fillmore album. Mostly because I love Humble Pie. I mean, you've got Marriott singing. Boy, does he have a voice. His voice was unbelievable. Unbelievable. That was mine. Hallelujah, I love her so. Okay. Uh, Jeff Buckley doing Hallelujah. He just said it. Leonard Cohen's song, Hallelujah. So is it Hallelujah, I love her so? No, it's just Hallelujah. Okay. Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Okay. It was basically, it was an interesting story about this song. Leonard Cohen his career was at a low point when he wrote Hallelujah in the early 80s. I thought that song was like from way, way back. I don't know anything about Cohen. He was good. Uh, I don't know a lot about him. Deep, deep guy. I don't know if he was, he, I don't know if he was a drug abuser or not. But, um, and anyways, Jeff Buckley picked it up. They said that Velvet Underground's John Cale created a stripped down piano version uh, of the tune. I've listened to it. It's good. Okay. I think Leonard Cohen's is better, but it's good. Okay. All right. Johnny Winter, Highway 61 Revisited, Bob Dylan. Nice. Johnny Winter. That tune live is just stellar. Never heard it. You will if you download the playlist. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, you will. Now, the funny thing is, and this kind of goes back to uh, my love for 70s rock, Edgar is putting out a tribute album to his brother. Nice. Right. So you got to love these critics in the magazines. Guitarist Magazine gave it a 10 out of 10. Classic okay. Rock gave it 6 out of 10. Huh. I have it on order. Of course I have it on order. Of course you do. Because it goes with all my other albino rock. Wow, that's a pretty deep catalog for Edgar to pick from. Oh, for sure. For sure. I saw got Johnny Winter on... O'Neill's boat when he played Shane Park. Shane Park. Were you there for that? No. I only saw him at the, uh, is it the Majestic down at Woodward? Oh, yeah. Uh, I know it was Chipper. Chipper was there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He couldn't even walk. They had no, to come out. they and, walked him out. Yeah. Uh, but at Shane Park, it's too deep. Heroin? Not good for you. Not good. Uh, you can't anchor in front of Shane Park. I know, Park. you it's drift. Like, and you just go up. Turn around. Yep. Go up. Okay. Go. The White Stripes, Jolene. Dolly Parton's classic from 73. Okay. okay. I have to admit, I did not listen to the song. 
crazy, like what Jack White does, even though his whole thing was red, now he's blue. If you look at his hair, oh, I something. saw the dyed blue hair. Right. They said it's a great cover. It's from 2000, and I'm just, this is Have just. Have you heard it? No. What, how do you have it on your list, man? I just I thought it was cool oh, that he did no. it. You I admitted know all that. These tunes. Oh. So this is just an information one. Okay, hold on. There's Go a slap coming. It. Damn. I deserve that. Yeah, you did. Okay, so hard to handle Black Crows covering Otis Redding. First album. Phenomenal tune. Great tune. It, it, I mean, it put him it put him on MTV. It put that first record in everybody's pocket. I remember sitting there. I had a break at lunch in Chicago, walked to this place up near Russian Division, record store up there, flipping through CDs. And this guy says to somebody else, well, if you like uh, the Faces and and the Rolling Stones, you should buy this album by the Black Crows. So the guy walked away and I reached over and I grabbed it, ran out and bought it. I remember when I, we were in, yeah, in Shy Boogie yeah. when you brought that home. And yeah. I was, yeah. Dude, great album. Great album. Great. They're touring on that album not right now, 35 years or something like that. Hmm. Okay, go. Guns N' Roses, Knocking on Heaven's Door. Yep. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, pretty, better, better than pretty good. Pretty good. I got to give it to them. And I'm a Guns N' Roses fan. I've seen them twice. I saw them in 1990, and I saw them in 2019 when they came to Little Caesars. I took Callie. I looked at both my kids and said, okay, who's going to go to a rock show with dad? My son said, mm, dad, I'll go to a jazz show with you. And I said, okay. Looked at my daughter. Only if I can get a t-shirt. Done. <laughs> I went up to, I went up to uh, when the Stones were in town. Son number one, you want to go? Are you kidding me? Son number two, I don't know who the hell they are. Okay, I'll go alone. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. Oh, I'm down to four. Okay. Jeez, I'm, I'm running out. I'm okay. running out here. I've got number. Here's number four. Nobody knows this tune. It's a Sonny Bono song called Laugh at Me, covered by Mott the Hoople on their first album. Fantastic. Nobody knows it. We're going to go to the next one. Your turn. Stay with me, Michael Grimes and the Mint. Okay. I thought I had a good until. You got to be kidding me, man. You cannot outdo the faces. I know, but that's a pretty good cover. Dude, the sights do it better than that. Ah, that's good. It's a strong. And how do you not love a band called Michael Grimes and the Mint? That's good. Which you knew about them. Oh, oh I'm angry. Okay, I'm going to go for I Fought the Law, The Clash, Bobby Fuller 4. Nice. Great tune. First album. There you go. Do you have one more? I'm out. You're out. I okay. got nothing. My, my gun is out. I've only got two more. Go for it. Okay, you ready? Yep. Tainted Love slash Where Did Our Love Go? Soft Cell. Oh, sell. stole that album from my sisters. Nice. That, that, that medley is awesome. Awesome. To this, holds up to the test to, of time. To this day. Okay, here's my number one song. That is a, a the cover is better than the original. Survey says... What's so funny about Peace, Love, and Understanding, originally done by Nick Lowe and Brinsley Schwartz, covered by Elvis Costello. Great song. Bruce Thomas and Peter Thomas and percussion. The bass line and the drumming in that tune are unbelievable. I will never turn that song off. Never. If it's on the radio. 
Never. No. It's that, awesome. That's my number one. Now, I do have a couple of Uggs. You ready for an Ugg? Go for it. Okay, here's an Ugg. Motley Crue covering Brownsville Station smoking in the boys' room. Yes, no, but I always no, no, like... Cub Coda. Cub Coda. I, yes, Cub Coda. I'll give it an all to Cub Coda, but I, I like the fact that they reached back and did... I, I kind of like yeah, that Yeah, but cover. that cover saved their ass. They were going downhill. That cover saved their ass, and then I think they put out Dr. Feelgood. Okay. Which all is... Right. I hate to say it's a damn good rock That's and roll That's a great album. album. Here's more blasphemy. You ready? Molly Hatchet covering Dreams from the Allman Brothers. Never heard that. Do I not need to hear that? It's actually pretty good. Really? Yeah, it's pretty good. Damn it. Now, for my friends who are down at Liver Noise, I'm going to completely, completely piss them off. Monty gave me a copy of a careful a copy of a band called the Cult Heroes. They were a Detroit band. Okay. They covered the Stooges down on the street. And I think they did it better than the Stooges. Mm. Yeah, there you go. See, <laughs> that's those are fighting. That's a fighting, especially with with the Stooges. Oh, with the Stooges and those guys, could be trouble. People, we've been going for thirty two minutes. I've had fun, Gare. Absolutely. You're probably done walking your dog. Do us a favor. Click those buttons. Follow us. Send it to somebody in a foreign country. Nebraska is a foreign country. So if you know somebody in Nebraska, send oh, it to them. Good point. Okay. And we will see you in a week. We're going to edit this stuff down and we're going to put it out there. Send us a note. We'll send you, we'll put a link up to the uh, email address where you can reach us. Somebody send us a note. The first person to send us a note. Please, please. You, you get a free t-shirt out of your own drawers. Please complete us. Just complete <laughs> me. <laughs> Let us know someone's out there. And on that note, do I push B or do I push D? Let's see. See you, people. Peace. Bye.